Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, everybody. Um, so excited to have everyone back. Hope everyone enjoyed last two weeks, two-part episode. It was so good. It really was just like, Hale is so well-spoken. I love our chemistry. And I just feel like it's so cool to actually reflect on outside of us. Like we have these conversations all the time and people are probably like, you guys reflect all the time, but it's really cool to have another person. Stop reflecting. Yeah, start reflecting. Um, it's really cool to have another person that people have heard on the show already and like how things have evolved over mm-hmm. the past couple of years. Yeah. I like these case study things. Same. I really do because I, I feel like it, it gives – you know when like someone who's been through something you hear this like success or something along those lines and then you're like what the fuck like I don't know I I don't want people to think obviously our mission is to make people feel like they're less alone but also I think sometimes it's easy to look at certain situations and be like oh maybe like that's a lucky case or maybe like you figured Mm -hmm. it out in that way so I'm like these people are really adding to our evidence that literally nobody has it figured out and that we're all on different path yeah exactly no one has it figured out and also I, I liked, I think I made a clip about it of like how much you can change so much in so little yeah. time. Like I think we we're so, and I do this all the time. Like I'm not where I want to be yet, or I'm not where I want to be in this aspect or I wish I was at this place or blah, blah, blah. But then if I like think about how much I've, if I actually stop to take an inventory of like how much I've cheated achieved over the past year and how much I've grown over the past year, it's like immense. Yeah. And it's so good to like do that for ourselves because it's so easy to get caught up in the former mindset of it. It's so easy. And I feel like that it's so cool to really, really look back and think about even the little things. Cause I think a lot of times we only think about it on like a very grand scale. And we're like, oh, I achieved this amazing milestone. I got this promotion. I moved to this place. Like we only think about these huge, huge things. But very rarely do we actually stop and think about like the little intricacies within our day to day, within the way that we respond to situations, within the way that even for us, like such a big thing is being able to show up in a room like, nice and loud and authentic is a huge thing that it's like we really wouldn't take the time to think about or reflect on if it wasn't for this show meanwhile that's a huge piece of something we used to identify and like really let define as part of who we are or the way that we carried ourselves and to be able to say that that's not the case to the degree that it was before is huge yeah i totally agree um so we're going to keep doing more of these case study things. Hopefully people are gaining a lot of insight from them as much as we are. Um, as you all know, this show is shellfish. So mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as we're gaining insight, we're happy. No, but we really do hope that um, it's it's as effective to you guys as it is to us because it really is amazing. And I just, I think I'll get into it in Pride of Pickle, but just of what you were just saying too, of like how much we t- we now take inventory of that stuff for ourselves in yeah. a way that I don't think we did in the past. I think it's a really beautiful evolution. 
Yeah. And I think that we do like one of the tips that Haley gave on the show was about counting your wins. And it seems so simple. Like it seems like, oh, like you're just reflecting on your wins. Yep. But so much of what she shared in the way that she really evolved almost like I don't want to say quickly, but like to an extent how it almost seems like she took a more express route towards her own like healing and growth was really by building her own confidence and self-belief through counting her wins on big and small things. And I think, honestly, the emphasis is probably even more on the small things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think that that's, been, that's played a huge role for all of us in really making sure that we're taking all that into account because we don't that much. Yeah, 100%. All right, we got a lot to talk about today, a lot to catch up on. This episode is going to be a little all over the place, but, like, that's just how we are in the current day. So it's just how we roll. Let's kick it off with a little bit of pride and Woo. Um, my pride this week is that I just got back from an incredible trip and Which we're gonna get into, so just leave it at that. Yeah, that's my pride. Because I wanna like spend a lot of time on that. Yeah. Um yeah, and I just feel like I'm transitioning really well from that. So that's my pride. Um, and then my pickle. Hmm, my pickle is. My pickle, 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 pickle. Is. Hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my pickle is. is scratching her head and burrowing her brow <laughs> as if she was solving, like, a physics problem. <laughs> Literally. Um. <laughs> What are you looking at? I took some notes on my my red flags. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe that could be my pickle. Um, I'm gearing up for that episode, too. Okay. Um, I'll leave it as a simple one as well. Um, that sometimes I'm, like, really impatient. And I don't love that trait about myself, but I'll work mm-hmm. on it. Interesting. Yeah. That's my that's my pickle. Towards, okay. towards everything? Or you think just towards certain? Mm-hmm. Towards certain things. I think... Like in a professional setting, it's sometimes you're a very patient friend. Oh, I'm a very patient friend. That is true. I have to give myself that. Um, I think when it comes to like tasks and getting things done, I guess more of like professionally, um, mm, fair. There are things that I feel like I don't delegate, not because I don't like necessarily believe other people can do it. I just feel like I, I'm just I'm like impatient with the the timing that things take or like having to explain things, which. For someone that really values being a good leader, is like not a good trait of mine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Or definitely p- piles on like to my own workload. So something I really gotta work on. It makes you efficient, though. It does make me efficient. It has its pros and its cons for sure. What about you? Um. I'll start with my pickle jar. Um. Don't want to spend a lot of time and energy on this, but I just feel like it'd be remiss to say that like my heart and I know your heart and a lot of people's hearts are just breaking for um, everybody affected by um, what's going on in the Middle East. So just been feeling heartbreak for all of the people affected by that. Um, So that's a pickle. Um, I fucked up my back. That's a pickle, too. <laughs> a pickle. I'm struggling right now. I thought this chair would be better. It's not great. Oh. She's fine. She's pushing through. I fucked up my back because I was moving furniture. Um, even But also, as I was moving furniture, I'm like, this is a workout. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, I'm working out for, like, five hours today. Because, you know, you're supposed to do heavy lifting. Good for you. 
and I I did too much. And she's broken. No, I'm not broken. broken now. So that's that. Um, and also I got a really terrible pimple in the middle of my chin. That's awful. There are some like key locations on the face that are she, not ideal. Not ideal. And my skin has been excellent the past like week. Love um, that. and then yesterday she appeared right in the worst spot possible. Luckily, we don't have anything today or tomorrow that we need to look gorgeous for. So like she should go but she could heal yeah like do your healing honey do your healing do your Speed healing it up. i think the worst place to get it is like right in between your eyebrows yes. that is That's the worst, worst place. just because it's like obviously most people look at your eyeballs when they're talking to you so you like it always looks like they're staring right here 100 <laughs> percent. that's the worst i think yeah middle of the eyebrows is the worst place and then like middle of the chin pretty yeah bad. like anything that's center yeah <laughs> We don't want anything throwing off that symmetry, you know? No, of course not. Um, Damn it. I'm getting a work call that I actually have to answer. Okay. Okay. I'll be so quick. I'm so don't sorry. worry. Good place. Okay, never mind. I thought it was a different number. What happened? Um, honestly, I've been wait. I've been waiting for uh this call back, but honestly, maybe it was just the wrong number. I think that well, was spam. You're right. <laughs> we hate spam. So sorry. So sorry. I literally like, hello. <laughs> hello. Um, anywho's, anywho's. Um, those are my pickles. Um, my pride is. My pride, I'll do two prides since I did a couple pickles. One, just like very, very, very grateful for my friends and my family and my communities. Like I really have awesome people um, who I'm just like very grateful for, um, which is lovely. And then number two, obviously everyone knows I've had a rough couple months. Um, There's been, you know, a lot going on. And I do today for, I think, like the first time since everything kind of started like mid-September, I feel like really stronger for it all. Mm. Um, I haven't been able to. And I think it's important to say like, because people always say, oh, like, you know, hard times suck but the good thing is like you usually learn something or you come out stronger or you connect Mm -hmm. with humanity more or something and yes that's a beautiful sentiment but I think when you're in the depth of it it's really hard to see it that way and I will say for a full month I was not feeling that way and now for the first time you know, after a month of kind of like feeling like being in a pretty dark hole, like I feel like I'm one starting to see the light and two, like just feeling stronger for going through all the things that like I've been going on the past month and a half stuff I've talked about and then other things as well. Like I think I feel like, oh, like I'm pretty badass. Like I can handle anything and I can like pick up pieces of my life and I can like 
do things on you know my own i'm pretty fat powerful like just by myself even just like moving furniture for a whole day by myself yesterday it's like yeah. did it suck absolutely but after i was like i'm a badass yeah and like i can no matter what is thrown at me like i can handle it uh -huh. and it just like is a good feeling and i think you know that feeling is great and then also i think i've learned a skill that i've been trying to work on which is like standing up for myself more and like also not being so learning how to like protect my energy while also like fighting for what's right yeah um and so that feels like a good skill to have grown like I don't think I'm perfect at it yet but I think I'm better at it than when yeah. this whole thing like started totally. um, with the apartment situation and then like other things but um so so f yeah like there's there's things to glean from this definitely no and that's like really hard to do I think that like we've talked about so much so often like the duality of situations but I think that depending on the topic like there are certain things that I definitely find myself and people that I love and you like we that we're just stronger at being able to feel at the same time than like I think something that we've a skill we've gained is being able to maybe feel like we're struggling with something and be happy for someone else in our life. I think that's one of the like duality yes. things that we've grown in yes. and like close to mastered. Whereas I think there's a lot of things that still feel really fucking hard to feel at the same time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So that feels good. It feels good to feel that way about yourself after yeah. like, especially when I was like shaming myself for feeling down. It's nice to yeah. like, be on the other side of it. And I think a lot of the times that just takes time. Like, yeah. yes, there's mindset work that goes into it. Like I was, you know, really trying to focus my mind on gratitude and being present and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I also just think that time really does heal. And yeah. it's okay sometimes if it just takes time to get to the other side of a hard situation. Um Sometimes it's the only thing that can really heal it. Yeah. And, and that's I think okay. that goes along too with like the whole timeline situation. I think one of the biggest things is like we talk about timeline with in terms of like getting to a goal or whatever, reaching any sort of milestone. But I think also that's so much of it comes with healing too. Like I think when people hear certain conversations that we have that we're learning or growing through in our 20s – like, it doesn't mean that we have to have it figured out or mastered or anything within that time frame. It's just, like, being on the journey at all, I think, yeah. sets you apart from others. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if you had asked me last week how I was doing, like, I probably would have told you, like, I'm not okay. Like, yeah. between a lot of things going on last week and even just a week's time, like, I'm feeling so much better. Yeah. And just reminding yourself when you are in those times when you're not feeling okay that, like yes, doing what you need to do for yourself to like help yourself out, whether that's like talking to someone or doing certain things, you know, do all of that, but also remind yourself that like this too shall pass. And that was like the thing I kept yeah. saying to myself last week of like this too shall pass, this too shall pass. And like, I really am feeling um, so much better. And I, I think that time really was a big key to that. Yeah. And I think you navigating this, especially with something that's, like, super extra hard, will only give you more, like, strength and belief for next time you have to undergo a challenge like this. Or hopefully not like this, but a challenge <laughs> of, like, having really struggled with it for a while and then, like, knowing that the time really did heal. Mm -hmm. How's your roof? Um, It's done. It's re redone. Oh, they did it already? 
Yeah, they literally only did it in one day. I thought How it would take like, so fast. I have no idea. They had an amazing team. That's I was not sure why when they did it, but um it's really good. Yeah, they they like totally, totally redid it. Should be good for 30 years. No clue where I'll be in 30 years. 30 years. It's just like a crazy <laughs> thing. That's like a crazy timeline. Isn't that wild? Like it's so funny because me and Chris like joked around about it. He's like, you know how many people have to redo a roof in their lifetime? At like how many times people usually have to do a roof in their lifetime? I was like, I don't know, zero. Like probably like nobody usually yeah. has to redo their roof. And he was like, Yeah, how do we get stuck with that? Oh, <laughs> um, but it's just it was like funny. Like it's okay, we, we made funny. it through. Um, but it's good. It's redone. It's gonna be Trap. good for the winter. Oh, she's safe for the winter. We're safe for the winter. We're safe forever, really. <laughs> um, incredible. Okay, I need to hear about your trip. Okay, amazing. I can't wait to share it with you, except I have no idea where to start. <laughs> well, okay. So you went to Paraguay. Yes. Your hometown. Hometown, home country. Is Paraguay a town? Um, no, it's a country, it's but it's, country. Okay. Um, it's okay. I, mean, I know it's a country. I know, know it's a saying. country. But like where in Paraguay do you live? So there's a couple of different areas. I The main capital city is called Asuncion, and that is mm-hmm. – the capital that's where we also tend to stay um it's where all my family lives and then my dad has a farm about like 200 miles away and from the capital in like a very rural area that is in san juan oh there's a san juan in paraguay yeah wow okay so one how was it like being back after not being there for a long time because you hadn't gone in a while and like did you feel like you had like a new experience there like what was that feeling yeah um so it felt so good to be back there I think at first just because I personally have honestly not gone on a a trip and been like I wasn't fully disconnected I'm not gonna lie either because it's one of the things that like through the show I want to work on so I'll Mm -hmm. be transparent about that but it was one of the first times that I've gone on a trip in a long time so I haven't been to Paraguay specifically in six years so the last time that I went I went for an internship with the United Nations um so it was a little bit more work focused less Mm -hmm. family focused that time but this time it felt really good to be back especially because I just feel like I don't know I feel different um And it was cool to go into, like, this experience with just, like, feeling different and feeling confident. And I don't know. I I just feel different. Like, in what way do you feel, like, I think that I just had, like, a different appreciation for, like, moments like this. I'm not saying that I didn't before. Mm -hmm. um, But I think it's – I just now value it so much more. Like, I value Mm, time so much more. And I feel like you could just feel that in my energy and my interactions and, like, what I – gave and also like I don't um stay out too late um most times Mm. but I just like really was like I'll I'll eventually sleep like I'll be fine and I really like made it a point to stay out and you know all that stuff and also shifted up my routine so I basically this I want to say that for the past I was over the past four years of my life I've exercised this is like probably undershooting it too but like at least four times a week for like the past four years and I at least um I want to say that I've worked out me I didn't even work out I like walked a couple of days and didn't love a walk what'd you say we love a walk oh we love a walk but it was just like so beautiful because I wasn't like on a super strict routine and like really allowed that 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and did that feel? It felt really good. It felt good because it, it felt intentional. Like I didn't feel – I think sometimes when we get down on ourselves, it's because it's like, oh, you said you were going to do this and you didn't or like you set this goal and you didn't hit it. But 100%. I just really – like my intention for this trip was to go with the flow. And mm-hmm. of course, like I wanted to move a little bit, but like the ways in which I did it was like exploring new trails and parks and stuff like that within like the country that I was born and with my family and it was beautiful um and then I think that that's such a big key to highlight of like what like it being intentional and like allowing yourself to make those kind of intentional choices for you know good reason which obviously this was yeah and I think that you can look at it like there were some days where truly we were like stacked from morning until night and like it was very difficult but like any little bits and pieces with the intention and approach of like how can I move a little bit to like give myself a little love today give myself a little time and how can I maybe like pair that with um doing that with someone that I love so that was cool and then in terms of like what was the second question the experience and how it was different yeah just like how it felt being back yeah I think I just had a a like I really just had a different appreciation and outlook on things like I felt like I was very observant a lot of the times I was very Mm. observant to like how the day-to-day how the lifestyle how the thought process was around so many different things around um work around like honestly health and movement like a lot of the things I guess that I value or how my lifestyle is here I feel like I just was very observant and asked like so many questions about people's day-to-day yeah um is there anything you felt like you learned that you would like want to include more in your life here yeah I mean honestly I feel like this is something that people feel no matter where they go kind of anywhere that's not the United States um actually not anywhere that's not the United States but like anywhere that's not New York um or maybe California as well is just like valuing like less structure I guess which is like a weird thing for me mm-hmm. to say because I also value miss structure <laughs> but like also I don't know, even if it is structured to an extent of like intentionally planning to disconnect or intentionally planning to whatever, like I just really felt like I was very present and I I love that. And that's really hard for me. And I will at the same time, like add a a pickle to that statement of I definitely still worked. Like I'm not going to pretend that like I shut my phone off or something. Like I definitely worked every morning and every night. But I tried to, like, cut myself off in the in-between and, like, either mute my notifications or whatever. Because I feel like sometimes you don't have to shame yourself because it's very easy for me to get into, like, a why can't I, like, just trust? Or why can't I just, like, not focus on this thing? Or, like, not everybody needs you this Mm -hmm. much. Um, But I tried to, like, be intentional in certain moments of, like, okay, I'm going to mute my notifications for X amount of hours. And if someone really needs me, they'll text me. Um... And, like, knowing where your own little things are. Because for me, it's, like, if I see something and I see that something needs attention, even if it might not be urgent, like, I'm just – You still feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, like, okay, how can I, like, protect myself from that without – like, today coming back to work for the first day, like, I wasn't overwhelmed or anything because I took steps along the way to not let myself be overwhelmed today. But um, I also know that there's a time and place for that. And, like, not every trip, like, on my honeymoon, I hope to not be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, I think that that's I really think. important and really good for you to like have a taste of so that yeah. you like it's easier to like do stuff like that in your life here when you've 
just experience like the benefits of it yeah from like really doing it it's hard to just say like oh this is something i'm gonna do but if you like know how good you feel when you do do that like it makes you want to try harder to do it totally it really does and i feel like it's i'm I don't I don't want to like say I'm, I'm like I don't want to set an unrealistic boundary but I feel like I I understand again even though like I've always known like I feel like everybody talks about it, it's really important even if I had to like work more than I would have necessarily liked to on this trip I still like was able to have a different setting a different environment different people like all this stuff and I really think that it's like pushed me in a direction of like no matter what I have to take a certain amount of time and me and Chris have to take a certain amount of time, even if it's, I don't know, even if something is needed of us, like it is so important. I I couldn't, I think that was one of my biggest takeaways was I was like, holy fuck, like I have been in a, and it's not out of not being grateful for like life and, and all the things, but I was like, holy shit, I have been so like blind, uh, what is it like mm-hmm. tunnel vision into yeah. like, work and accomplishment and like, yep. how can I do more? How can I be more? And I haven't focused on like, how can I enjoy like what I have now or how can I enjoy the things I don't always get to enjoy? Yeah. Beautiful. I think that's the, that's like the struggle for most of us of like, especially here in America where we are so um, result oriented. A lot of us, that's like a big part of the culture here of like, how do we balance those two things of wanting to achieve certain things and working to have a sustainable life here because it's so expensive to live in the cities that we live in like yeah and also how can you simultaneously be present and enjoy this one little life that we have yeah it's so crazy and I feel like there are little things like part of the reason that I went on this trip was to see my grandma um who's doing really well right now which I'm so so grateful for um, but it was one of those things where I was like, you know what, there are certain situations where we just have to look at it as like, it's right now, or like, we don't know when we're going to get to do these things next. And life is really yep. short. So she was yep. so happy. We threw her a really incredible 80th birthday party and it, she was just like overjoyed. And there were so many like little moments of, um, I didn't realize how much like certain people in my family have such an appreciation for music and, there were a couple instances where like my uncle hired a band to literally meet us in the middle of nowhere at my dad's farm. I say middle of nowhere because it's so far, but this band literally came to the farm and we had like a beautiful like fire pit night with all of my family around. And like, that's gorgeous. It was so cool. And then at my grandma's birthday party, we had like really amazing like singers and, and music and whatnot. And I feel like if there's anything I took away from this trip, um no not anything if there's something that I recognize it's like oh my god my friends would love it here so I'm hoping that we're all yeah, we wealthy in a couple of years and can afford can to go, go because no that I get it now absolutely at some point in our lives we yeah. are going to Paraguay yeah like I just I was like oh my gosh like every like new little experience I was like oh my god they would love this yeah so, no I want to go so bad the culture just sounds so cool. beautiful and it I want to go so bad. And I feel like I experienced all of the different like little pieces. Like I experienced like I experienced the rural part. I experienced like the suburban. I experienced the um by experience. I did not experience the like poverty. But what I mean by that is I like witnessed a lot of like the separation. Mm-hmm. And I always have like it always stands out to me, I think, because obviously there's like homeless people in New York and there's homeless people everywhere. But like 
I don't know. It's a, it's a very like different, like I think shocking thing sometimes. Like, mm, yeah. You know it exists to see in that right. way. So um, between that, I experienced some like bougie moments with my mom as well. So I feel like I, I got like little different tastes of all aspects of, yeah. um, of the country. And we did some fun um, like luxurious things there. It's nice. A little little hack if you're ever going not that I people to go it, um it's really like everything feels not everything like services so like beauty services spas um facials hair things like that feel so much cheaper because the like currency uh the currency what's the word currency exchange mm-hmm. um so everything I was like oh my gosh I have to do this I have to do that oh my god she's pampered yeah, so right now I yeah. like kind of look kind of dirty, but I got um a facial, I got an amazing massage, um, I got a lash lift, Whoa. I got my eyebrows done, I got a manicure and pedicure. Oh my god, she came out gorgeous. Um, you can't tell here, but I got my hair done, blonder. It does look um, very blonde. And I was gonna get Botox, but I didn't have time. Yeah. Also, that one's hard one. Yeah, that one's hard. Because I was like, you know what? Like, what if I – I mean, honestly, I literally feel this way about, like, my hair, honestly, where I was like, oh, my God, I, like, loved this man. But, like, I can't have access to him all the time. No. So. Also, hair, like, you can, like, easily re-dye if you didn't like it. Botox, yeah. you can't really, like, take out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you could be frozy, frozy for, yeah. for, like, three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's that. Um those are the random. Are you due for more? Yeah, I am. Oh, you are. I just saw it. Yeah, I am. It, the thing is, like, it's weird because because I get such a small amount in my forehead, it runs out so fast. So it's like every yeah. two months, and like, oh. yeah, it's a lot of maintenance. That's yeah. the thing with like these things. It's just like so much maintenance. I know. Like so we've had episodes on being money. girls so expensive. Like I know you don't have to do any of these things. It's a privilege to do them, but so expensive um, i literally just went for a manicure and to get my eyebrows threaded this weekend and it's like okay 150 dollars. it's crazy okay i did I, I don't know have you seen that there's a botox though that like lasts longer have you seen that one no mm-hmm. okay so apparently there's no yeah. one that lasts longer but i don't know who has them like I think the stock is low or something because no not everybody has them on their website i've searched <laughs> i've searched but you love your girl I do. I love her. I know. I have to stop. Like, if something's working, I have to stop just, like, searching for something else. Fair. But it's but hard. hard. We love cheap things. Um, that all sounds amazing. What was, like, your favorite things you did, other than the couple that you mentioned? Yeah. Um, so, I would say that I just – I loved overall that every single night that we were there, we had, like, a big family dinner. and uh, Gorgeous. Yeah, and it was just so nice. I feel like I was so – I tried, like, all of the typical foods that – a lot of which I already knew and have tried but, like, haven't had in a long time. Um, and everything about – like, I want to say every day we were, like, hopping around from just, like, family member's house to another family member's house or going out to eat or going here or, like, a beauty thing. Um, I would say my favorite moments of the trip were definitely – my dad's farm for the sake of he was just so happy like so beautiful he was so happy to have us there and like i, I don't know i could i could cry about it because it, it just made him so he happy to have farm. us in like his happy place yeah. i think i would love a farm i think you would too me and nathan play a farm video game 
And it, I love it. Love it. Julia, when I tell you, you would have died. There were six newborn baby puppies there. No. Newborn. No, they I were, wouldn't be allowed to go to that. They were 18 days old. I'm and, not allowed there. Yeah. You I would literally want to leave with them. Like, Do you know they, my dog farm dream? No. Have I told you about this? I don't think so. Oh, okay. So I have this dream. <laughs> Like you I have this dream, dream about it in your sleep, or you have like no, it's a like my, like a dream in my heart. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> I have this dream in my heart um, to one day own a dog farm, which means that we just like rescue lots of doggies, and they all live so happily on this like little farm. Oh all the god. dogs that need homes. That's so beautiful. Nathan hates it. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> he hates that idea. Wow. He says, "Where are we going to put them all?" I said our backyard. Definitely like an expensive feat, but said, who's gonna take care of them? I said I'm gonna hire people. Yeah, he duh. doesn't see the vision, but I see outsource. it. Outsource, outsource. I just create the idea and then I outsource it. He Ooh. doesn't see the vision. I see the vision. I could see it. I could. You just like you have the heart for it. I feel like you have to have like a heart for something like that because sometimes right. I feel like people. People can just like not really care about them, and I think no, you know, I care oh, so much. Yeah, I will go in my home every day. We're wild with well, not wild. We every single time like it started pouring rain, and we're like, we have to move the puppies. So my mom <laughs> would like get up in the middle of the night and like move all of the puppies, so and we true. would like force them to like breast. No, we would force the mom to breastfeed them because she kept running away, and we're like, your babies are hungry. <laughs> oh no! I know, they were so cute killed me um that was definitely one of my favorite moments um we had a gorgeous out to dinner like out out night um also we after my grandma's 80th birthday which was also super lovely so cute um my cousins had been wanting to like take us out out and i just think it's so funny that like going out that like i actually enjoy going out with my parents so i like yeah they're fun in terms of being tired yeah and i ended up going out to out to like a bar with my cousins and with my dad because my mom was very sleepy and we took a shot together ah! it was a great time literally my the, the, one of the things i'm most excited about for your wedding is partying with your dad oh my god and julia let me tell you that i love to party with victor <laughs> okay and just imagine about 30 other victors <laughs> i'm so excited between my uncles and my cousins oh my god do you think a lot of your paraguayan family will be coming yeah i know really? they will. yeah I, I know they will because we on our last night which was yesterday no the day before yesterday um they all recognized that i guess like the tickets for our date like were released or whatever like the dates are available now so they were all getting ready yeah i think Oh, that's going to be think, so exciting. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm certain that, like, a huge chunk will be coming, and they are all dangerous. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it's, like, part of the, like, the Latin American culture, which is, like, yeah. so fun. Yeah. It's so funny. Every time, like, they kept making jokes throughout it. One, every single time they would mention our wedding, they would say, in on July 26th. Uh, no, no. They would say, when we're getting ready for and then they would do a drum roll <laughs> and then say July 26th. And then every time, um, every other time that they would say something about it, they would be like, oh, gosh. Like, every time they would drink, they'd be like, oh, gosh. Like, she's definitely not going to want to invite us anymore, <laughs> um, which is, like, obviously not the case. But That's so cute. 
it was super cute. They're super wild, but it also made me like excited for it too at the same time. I'm like, you know what? At least no one can say that they're not gonna have a good time. Oh, we're gonna have a blast. <laughs> I'm so excited to party with all of them, especially your dad. He will be. Happy. He's gonna be happy. He's gonna be <laughs> so happy. So I would say those are like I would say those are my favorite moments. And the spa with my mom. That was really beautiful. The woman that Yeah, the woman that owns the spa like said something about like, oh, she really wants it to be like a very like connecting experience and all this stuff. So we did our facial separately and then we did like a really beautiful, not really a couple of massage, but like we were next <laughs> to each other during the massage. <laughs> holding hands, I saw. <laughs> totally, totally holding hands. <laughs> um, what is like a staple like Paraguayan dish? Mm, oh my God, there's so many. Um, I'm going to tell you some of my favorite, I'm going to tell you some of my favorite, like, bites, because okay. one of the things that is, like, part of their life, like, they eat breakfast, they eat lunch, they eat something in between lunch and dinner, they eat dinner at, like, 10 p.m., not yeah. me, um, but they eat something called merienda in between Ooh. lunch and dinner, which is, like, around our dinner time, and it's kind of, like, their snack. Um, what'd you say? It's the same as aperitivo oh, for yes. Italy. So that's what they do. And one of the- I love that to me. That is the way things should be eaten. You have Delicious. like a small breakfast, which is like, like in, like in Italy, they have like a small, pa- like they have like a pastry yeah. and like espresso. And then they have lunch and then they have aperitivo and then they have dinner at like 10 PM. And I think that's exactly how things should be eaten. And that is just- delicious i will say i wonder like i'm jellies of all these like gals that honestly maybe like i don't know you never know nowadays what people are doing but i don't know how people in paraguay stay fit because so much is so carb-based um but it's all like it's all made at home like this is the thing about so many countries outside of the u.s like and that people i think really discount a lot is like the reason why other places are so thin, one, they walk way more than we walk in America, oh. unless you live in New York City. Like, they walk so much. Two, yeah. they eat slowly. They actually sit they and enjoy their meals, which is way better for your digestion. And yeah. three, they're making things at home. Things aren't coming from a box. And, like, yeah. produce is from their backyard. And, like, it's just so much healthier for you that you literally, like, don't gain weight when you're eating that way and living that way. And it's, like, I think that there's so much of that that can be taken to use here. Just, like, yeah. walk more and, like, cook more of your meals and don't use shit that's processed. Yeah. And, like, it really is, like, I'm not going to say that simple, but it really makes a difference. Yeah. No, definitely. Oh, that reminds me. I have to ask my mom to bring some of this so that you could try it because maybe you like it. Um, There's a like tea type of thing called cocido, which is really good. Ooh. And that's one of like the things that you have with your um with your merienda. So that's so merienda mom. is aperitivo. Is that what you just sent me a picture of? Yeah. So those Ooh. are literally all like little carby things, but they're all delicious. They definitely have like – Were they stuffed with like – they're stuffed with like meat and stuff? Some of them, yeah. So, like, it's some like, of them are stuffed with meat. Some are stuffed with cheese. Ooh, some delicious. Are, like, mixed with it. But, like, they're all so delicious. Some are, like, mini empanadas. Then there's just – Wait, what's, what are you drinking? 
Um, what was I drinking there? Oh, there I was having a latte. Yeah. Um, I was having a little latte, but my mom got the cosita, which is really good. So what um, is that? It's tea. Yeah, it's like a t- it's a tea, and then oh. just like with a couple droplets of stevia, liquid stevia, and you're good. You're golden. Sounds delicious. I actually am. I I don't know why I'm sharing this. I'm so bad at like like surprises and stuff. It's not really a surprise, but <laughs> I am. I have a problem called. I love to spoil my friends or like get them things when I don't need to. And I was like, okay, I'm obviously going to give them something for Friendsgiving. I can't not give them anything. That's so weird of me. So I was like, you know what? I'll just get them like little Paraguay themed things. Oh my God. I got like so many like little chocolates and um, like all of my favorite like childhood chocolates and a couple of little other things that I won't share, but relevant to the situation. So relevant. (laughs) So excited. Yeah. So, um, and then what's like their drink of choice? Mm, oh my gosh, how could I forget? So they actually. <laughs> so I feel like we're having like this is a cultural episode. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, I don't know about drink of choice, but I will say one of my favorite situations about it is they have like natural juices. I don't even know if that's how you say it. Um, everywhere, like literally Ooh. everywhere, from like the park. So I feel like like fresh squeezed. Fresh squeezed, delectable, and like I want to say, I had one at least twice a day because love a fresh squeezed juice. Love a fresh squeezed juice. Um, special shout outs to peach, pineapple, (laughs) and honeydew. (laughs) Oh, a honeydew! Yes, Leah, it was delicious. Like I, I was having. When did I have it with that? I was like, this is super weird of me. I, oh my god i loved them so much i literally had one with a gnocchi dinner like and i was like this <laughs> is a fucking weird kind of gnocchi <laughs> literally i had peach juice and gnocchi but i was like i'm not gonna have like this taste for long so i wow I, there are worse things to love right but <laughs> yeah it did not, not me well. but um oh wait what, what was my next question oh my next question was so do you speak spanish basically the whole time you're there whole time time. that's good though oh yeah i have to say my everyone that i spoke to because some way shape or form we would like like if we were at an appointment or something they'd be like oh do you want to book for next time i was like i don't live here and every time i'm like around my cousins or or even if they're here or whatever or we talk my like accent stays so well like i've I got so many compliments from people. Oh, like, oh, you really didn't lose your accent then, huh? And I was like, I guess not. But that's lovely. Yeah, and I like impressed myself after a while. I'm like, wow, yeah, like this. This is. It's cool. important for you to keep that up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I feel I like, like you really don't speak it so much when you're at home, even when you're with your I parents. Don't. Like, it's really, it's a really good skill to like practice in that way of like being fully yeah immersed in it it really is i was like damn um and apparently like people were saying that especially like paraguay is a very specific there's so many different types of like uh i don't even know i don't know if it's accent but like i don't know what it is um but people were saying that there's so many people that once they leave even for a year like who is it mark anthony's wife maybe i don't fucking know i think she's from paraguay and they were like, yeah, she's already, like, her accent's already gone. I'm sure it's on purpose. Like, I'm sure it's for, like, publicity things. Yeah, or yeah. Um, but they were saying that, like, so many people intentionally choose to lose it. And I feel for like sure. I should have probably said this in the beginning. But I think one of the things that I really left with was, like, 
I think I've always felt like we we talked about this in like the first couple of episodes. I feel like I remember it somewhat with like your friend Amanda. I don't even know if that was on air or off, but how I've always felt this sense of like like I don't deserve to like classify myself like as mm. part of my culture because I'm not I don't exist in it for so long or like mm. I don't um exist in it as much as my parents did or like whatever but I feel like this time I really did feel so connected to it and I'm like what am I talking about like this is like a really big part of me and I feel like it's one of the not the first times I want to show it but like I'm like I do deserve to like claim this as part of who I am yes and I feel like I made like a really different type of piece with that this time around oh I literally have chills. I think that's so beautiful. I think it is an interesting thing to see of like how we connect to like our roots and our culture as we get older, even if like we may be further apart from it. But I think understanding our identity in a full 360 degrees for who you want to be versus like when we're younger, we're so much trying to like fit in with everyone around us and find our group and find our people and find where we belong. And I think this beautiful thing starts to happen when you get a little older is you start to reclaim parts of yourself that maybe you lost in order to assimilate in one way or another. And I just think that that's so beautiful because like to be able to connect with like that part of yourself and that culture, like, I just think that that's gorgeous. Like you don't need to just be like one thing, like you're this thing and that thing. And, you know, I think that's like, I I really did walk away with like this, this desire to like be like louder about that I don't know I don't know that I ever in I don't want to say I intentionally would hide that because I don't think that's the case I think it came more from like guilt of like I didn't give I didn't I didn't feel like I knew enough I don't even know what there was to know but Mm -hmm. all those little pieces and I feel like now like I really walked away with it of like being proud of that and being like excited to share that and excited to share that with my people like I am so excited and there was there were so many like countless times that obviously I think you you miss your significant other and like all these things but I am so excited for like getting to like show Chris and obviously yeah. I showed him a lot of like, videos and stuff it's not the same but I'm excited that he's excited to want to go and yeah. there there are so many different little things like even um little moments that we were looking for like while we were there of like I'm like oh how can I incorporate like little tiny like details into our wedding that like I was just gonna ask that like is there anything you feel like culturally you want to include now that maybe you hadn't thought about before the trip well in terms of like traditions wedding wise there I I, like asked my cousins too and they're like honestly there's not too many like anything yeah like that but there are little things like for example this probably will sound like uh more it'll sound different than like than I think it will end up looking, but there is this like very specific, like handmade uh, design called Nyanduti mm-hmm. and it's, it's beautiful. Um, and it's all like handcrafted and a lot of like the, uh, I don't even know what to call them artisans work on all that. And it's like displayed and it's very popular in the country. And anyways, one of the like little details that me and my mom wanted regardless because it's going to be like the literal thick of summer in New York City was to have like little fans for the ceremony yeah um and I found like a fan moment yeah um I found a really beautiful fan with like that type of engraving in it oh yeah so I was like wow maybe not everybody will know but like the ones who know will know oh I love that I think that's like such a special detail yeah. So between I that, love that. Um, and I think I'm going to just keep thinking of like little moments that I can incorporate it where it's not like 
because there's not this like specific tradition or something, but little moments of like, this is a like a nod to it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I think that's like a beautiful way to, to like, I know you've really been thinking about trying to make the wedding really personal and unique. And I think that that's like a really beautiful thing to add to that, that like no one else gets to do. Yeah. And even like little things with like my grandma's dress or stuff like that. Like she's probably going to get her dress made most likely. Mm -hmm. Um, And having like little tiny, not overwhelming like accents of that on her dress. Like we're just like throwing around ideas, but I'm thinking about it and I'm excited about it and I'm proud of it. And I feel like it's a very different place from where I was even a couple of years ago with Mm -hmm. everything. And I think that like it's never too late to like claim other parts of you for whatever reason that they felt like a little bit more dim whether it's like a personal connection or whether it's guilt or whether it's not knowing enough, like whatever it might be. Like, I think it's never too late to like explore that stuff. Oh, I think that's so beautiful, bud. I love that. I love that so much. Um, thank you for sharing. This was so fun. Of course. I'm so glad. I really had no idea what to share. So I hope it like had hit some things. <laughs> no, I think one, it was like fun for me to hear. And I think everyone else who, who, you know, has been following us, I think it's fun for them to hear and learning about new culture is always fun. And also I think like the real takeaway is just what you said at the end of like, what are the pieces, you know, in our twenties when we're so much about figuring ourselves out or like, what are the pieces of your identity that like, maybe you've, ignored or not paid attention to or given up or have not given enough time to that like you're interested in reconnecting with I think that's a really beautiful piece of homework for people to focus on yeah because we don't we don't think about it like I don't know that I would have thought about it as deeply if I didn't have these experiences where I was like wow like this I, I connect with this and Yeah. So I think putting ourselves in those situations either to explore them or like if we find even the smallest bit of curiosity to follow that and see where it leads us and to not be afraid to be wrong. Like if it is a path that we explore and we're like, ah, I'm okay. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's also okay. But that's part of that exploration. Yeah. And I also think like not feeling the need to like just claim one thing or another. Like we're made up of all these different pieces of all these different things and it's like beautiful to be more than just one thing I think a lot of people like you've you had expressed this and like a lot of people I know too that like are maybe from one place or grew up in a and then grew up in a different place or spend time in multiple places like often feel like they can't claim anywhere as theirs and like I don't know why we feel like we have to have one claim to one thing like you can be a beautiful puzzle of like all of these different things and take things from all of those experiences that make up your identity and I think allowing ourselves to have that is like really gorgeous yeah I think it just makes us like shine shine brighter to an extent like I think that all these little pieces that we discover about ourselves or all these puzzle pieces that we put together that end up working like it just it adds more to us. I think a lot of times we're scared of like, what will this take away? Or like, Mm -hmm. what will this say about me? Or like, what does this mean? But I think it's okay to like either not know yet or to keep figuring it out or to like allow yourself to just try. Um, I don't know. Cause I think you leave with like a really different perspective. Yeah. I also think it's interesting too, in terms of like claiming identity of like the things that we like feel like we can't claim as ours because of our involvement in them and like I feel like you you, part of your identity is that you're a singer but like you don't claim that 
as much anymore as like you used to and like you could if you wanted to but again it's that feeling of like what makes me allowed to yeah claim I think so much of it is like the way that we spend our time at least for me I don't know about you but like for me I'm like oh well if I'm not like spending hours and hours on this and like I can't identify as that like I can only identify as that like as a past life like there were so many situations in this trip Mm -hmm. because my family still knows me as like a singer or considers me a singer where they were like oh my gosh sing at your grandma's birthday oh my gosh sing out the farm take the microphone from this guy and I'm like oh I mean I did at the farm because my dad begged me to (laughs) um but it's just and it was I was actually like very sick the first couple of days but like I powered through it um and I did, but it's funny because there were so many times people asked me to sing and I was like, oh, I, I was like, I do not sing anymore. I am not a singer. And it's just funny because like these people haven't seen me in only a couple of years and I've totally like taken that part of myself away from like how they know me kind of. <laughs> yeah. So it's so true, but it's really, it's really not about that. Yeah. Like, I think that that's like a, a key takeaway is like, it doesn't have to be about the amount of time that you spend in a space, talking about the space, thinking about the space. I think that what we want to choose to identify with, like we're allowed to. And I think that it's also okay to want to like learn more or do more or be more Mm -hmm. of something. And that's important. It's absolutely important, but it doesn't mean that you can't like explore. Yeah. I remember it's funny. Like I just had, had, you know, like you unlock a memory. Yeah. Don't forget. Like I, uh, I remember. I don't know. Remember what grade it was in, but at some point, like when I was younger, we did this like project in school that it was like we made a heart, and then the heart was like comprised of like puzzle pieces, and then you like wrote on each puzzle piece like a part of you that was like part of your heart, and like when you're little, it's like mom singing, yeah, sister, you know, like brownies like when you're little (laughs) things like that but I think that that's like an exercise that we could take into adulthood of like what are the puzzle pieces of your heart that like make up who you are that's so beautiful and we like did that in like kindergarten or something and I think it was like the point of like who are you what's your identity yeah and I think we could do that in adulthood too like what are your puzzle pieces maybe we integrate that as part of our like end of year situation Ooh, and see I how like it that year. idea okay we'll brainstorm on that one yeah Ooh, love really it good unlocked memory yeah right mm-hmm. that totally unlocked um okay well but thank you for sharing your experience I hope everyone might use this week to like connect with a piece of them that maybe they haven't connected with in a while go down that exploratory road um, and thank you guys for joining us every week thank you for sharing our videos hopefully you guys are liking the clips there'll be a lot more of those and continue to share and leave us a rating and review and come back next week we have a guest coming next week so that's exciting we do we're super excited to share that with you guys and thank you so much for listening we love you and we'll catch you next week Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.